Greetings, dear listener. This is Chris Abalo's Podcast Experiment, and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to episode 19. Just going to get right to it this week. No monologue, no only in Los Angeles moment. Uh, Just going to get right into the conversation with my oldest friend, James. We're going to talk quite a bit about, well, a little bit about growing up together, a little bit about California and the differences between California and New Jersey, and we're going to spend a lot of time talking about online dating and the evolution of dating from when we were teens and into men in our early 30s. Uh, By the way, don't read anything into the fact that I'm playing a loose version of a Taylor Swift song underneath. It's just a song I was listening to recently, so there's no subtext there. But anyway, let's get right down to the chat I had with James. Enjoy it. Yeah, you're just going to have to... You don't need to, like, eat the mic, but you got to kind of get up on it a little bit. Right, like like this? Yeah. Smells good. Does it? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. Sometimes, you know, they say the mic can smell like rotten eggs because... Because of bad breath. Yeah. Because <laughs> of the showbiz people who come over and Swilling get their... whiskey and... Yeah, and their, their drug-addled breath is like... <sighs> and any cocaine remnants that went up their nose and just <laughs> drifted into the back of their mouth and <laughs> caused an acidic... All right, I'm taking this too far already. Alrighty. So anyway, so James, my oldest friend. Wow. Yeah, I know. Since we were eight years old. Well, we met when we were seven. We turned eight shortly after. Mm-hmm. In second grade. So seeing how we just turned 32, we've known each other 75% of our lives. Wow, that's that's something. It's insane. 75%. I know. It's and uh, it's crazy. I think I don't know. I don't think we knew each other, but I believe we went to the same preschool. We both went to Emmanuel Lutheran. Yeah, we weren't in the same class. There were, I think, two classes. I think it was like a morning and afternoon class. It was like a yes. three-hour preschool affair. And uh, yeah, you we grew up not too far from each other. So yeah, I think you went to the afternoon. I went to the morning. Yeah, maybe, maybe the other way around. Speaking of Emmanuel Lutheran, were you uh, in the holiday show? Do you remember that the, the Christmas show that they had? I played Old King Cole. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you remember what character you played? <laughs> An old five-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> a little red candle. I had to. I had to bring with me. Really? Yeah. I don't remember if there was a play at all. I'd have to ask oh, my yeah. my mother's sister. They have steel trap minds. They remember That's everything. The way back machine. Yeah. It, it, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. That's right. Yeah, we did both go to that that preschool, but we didn't interact. Which is funny because we met in second grade, mm. and uh, we were in the same class through second, fourth, and sixth grade. Yes, which is just a stupid coincidence. Yep. It doesn't mean anything, but it was mm. kind of funny that during our even numbered years of elementary school, our even grades, mm. we were in the same class, mm. which was I don't know it was it was fun. Yeah. Which is weird because I barely saw you yeah. in third and fifth grade. Yeah. Don't know why. Um, and the, the kind of stranger thing was that we had the majority of our classes uh, when we first got into middle school or junior high, for those people who call it that. We had pretty much all our classes together. Eighth grade, we had like no classes together. And then for whatever reason, uh, because I don't remember if there was anything discernible, but you moved away from... Uh, Lakewood, where we both grew up, mm. and uh, you moved to the shore, and during high school, we hung out more than we'd ever had. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which is funnier, because once you were not, I don't know, two miles away, yeah. we, we saw each other even more. And it's not like we weren't even driving until you know the later half of our junior year of high school. So it's <laughs> not like for some reason we... So I, I mean, I remember spring break of freshman year, 
we literally spent seven of the nine or ten days together. Like, we just kind of went back and forth to each other's houses. We'd be like, at your, yeah. at your house for two nights. You also had AOL, too, which was the coup, because that was you and I were able to go online and yeah, look at very was... slow-loading scans of Playboy you know, <laughs> photos <laughs> and uh, look up weird stuff, because that was when the internet was in, like, its infancy as yeah. far as the public was concerned. Yeah, so we would was... go on there and look at whatever was going on the AOL homepage. Yeah. I think that was part of the reason we probably spent more time at your house. But we literally spent almost our entire spring break just hanging out freshman year of high school. Yeah. That which was, was great. Uh, that was that was a good time, too, to have a friend because uh, I moved to Point Pleasant. And uh, within the first few weeks, I got into a fight. Really? And, uh, yeah. I don't remember this. It's because I'm getting old. The, the guy I, I punched out happened to be one of the school board members' sons. So I got, <laughs> oh, even man. though... He was definitely starting it. You got the brunt of I the got the punishment. Brunt of it, but I, one of the things, you know, my my parents were very, very, very strict. Yeah. And um, I remember when I told the story to my mother, I was very surprised that she 100% took my side. Oh. So it was, I, I felt, I felt like, wow, you know, mom, mom gets it because uh, these guys, you know, this guy's kind of crossed the line and I'm, I'm not really someone to, to let people pick on me. So I just had to draw the line somewhere, and uh, that was enough. I was I was a hundred percent in the right, and I think about it now. The the person who I mean, none of them, nobody ever messed with me ever again after that. It's like prison. Yeah. <laughs> you you beat someone up the first day, yeah, and then everyone leaves you alone. Yeah, I got, I got suspended. I knew I wasn't a bad kid, but um, was that like hey new kid kind of thing? Was that what it, it was? It was about? worse than that. Well, what happened was one of the guys from my church was an altar boy. My parents, so I, in the summer, we moved, and uh, one of the altar boys was there, and my brother had been an altar boy when he was, like, like, just for a little, for a really short period of time. My brother had been an altar boy. So I think we said something along those like, hi, you know. And then when the school year happened, and I would say hello and talk to him, and he was at a grade above me, but his gym was scheduled with us. Oh, okay. And uh, he was in my German class. And I was a, a, a year above because I went to um, Lakewood's language program, so I was ahead of everybody else. Right, okay, so you had already qualified into like the second mm-hmm. level of German based on having taken it yeah. in middle school. Yeah, and uh, I kind of, just kind of friendly to him, talk, sat down to him, and this guy was uh, was gay. And uh, because he was gay and I was, you know, uh, befriending him, you know, because I didn't know anybody, and, and right. in this town, nobody was welcoming or interested in me at all. <laughs> uh, I'm not somebody to let people push me around. Right. And I, I asked them once or twice to stop, and uh, they didn't. And, uh, well, that's the story. Like I said, <laughs> whoop some ass, and, and they don't ever mess with you again. But that guy um, turned out to be a pretty a good acquaintance for me, you know. Uh, Afterward? Really f- yeah, I mean, I've seen him a couple times. No, no, not the guy I, I got into the fight with. That oh, guy okay. avoided the fuck out of me. <laughs> um, the, 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 the other guy, the guy who was being picked on, you uh-huh. know, and uh, I remember I talked to him a few years ago, and he told me about horrible stuff that was happening to him in terms of being bullied and stuff like that, stuff I wouldn't have seen. Really? But, yeah, I mean, really bad stuff. So uh, I have to say, I think Point Pleasant helped him a little bit. As an outsider, I mean, because I didn't live there, but you can probably – Give more perspective. Well, you can definitely give more perspective on this, and I can't. But it seems like Point Pleasant was very insular. Like, yes, just, it really seemed like yeah. ev- everybody. I guess had grown up together and just had that. Yeah. It, it seemed more like it had, let's say, a community feel to it. Maybe it still does, but it had like a community feel, but not like a welcoming 
welcome to the neighborhood kind of community. It's just like you're not from around here. Yeah, <laughs> especially kind of feel. especially from New Jersey, where mostly everybody is a generation or two separated from from New York. Yeah, or they're or, immig- the, or the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of townies there, and a lot of people whose parents went to high school there together, and now they have kids who are in high school. Everybody knew knew each other, and they just didn't have the same need to. Um, they just weren't interested. Like yeah. I said, uh, the kids were just they just they just weren't interested in getting to know you. They weren't necessarily rude, but at the same time, they just I don't know, just standoffish. Yeah, my brother was a year younger, and maybe because he went into high school with them, he he was or it could just be I'm weird. Um, he was more social. He was Second. definitely more socially uh, developed and everything than I was. But oh, at the okay. same time, I had a good time talking with some of these people. You know, I had a good time. I would I would talk a lot. But I never felt close to them. No, oh, I see. You could probably edit out a lot you of that. Be, I just kind of could, rambled. For no, no it's all right. <laughs> you just you just felt social, like you were social with people, but you didn't necessarily have like you didn't have a close friendship with anybody. But you can chat and you can kind of be, no. yeah, just just sociable with people. I it, get it. Yeah, it was tough because like there was no cafeteria. Really? No, no cafeteria. The kids would just be let out for lunch. <laughs> so it's like. Wow, I couldn't imagine you know, being 15 and, and just a, being able to leave. I didn't have a bike, and my parents didn't see the purpose of me having a bike. They they they, they had like old granny bikes that they loved to to ride around in, but I felt like I would just, I mean, it was, yeah. they were so slow. <laughs> and uh, There would have been another ass-kicking bullseye pasted on your back yeah. if you dro- rode up in a bike. Yeah, so... Um, that was, you know, at least a generation like, you know, old. You can only go off so many times... You know, uh, by yourself. So I'd have to find some guys to be friends with. But I, I think the best thing to do well, for me, the best thing for me was joining sports because you know you get to know people a little bit better that way. Yeah, and you, ha- and you kind of have a bond too. I mean, you did yeah. you did track and field pretty much, right? I did track and field. I did soccer. I did wrestling. Uh, you did do wrestling. I actually I do remember tried that. out for basketball, but because of a thing that just kind of a a weird thing. Okay, didn't happen. He's going to go to take I, it out. I had to. I had to quit. But wrestling was the hardest workout I had, and I mean, I couldn't believe how tiring. You know what? In some ways, it was more tiring than uh, a lot of days in the Marine Corps, like as in boot camp and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, it was so tiring. <laughs> I had no idea how tired I could be. Yeah, I have the most respect for wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Because of that, and they don't really have much. Now they have the UFC and maybe some odd tournaments, but there's no pro window. There's no professional windows for the, so those guys that dedicate themselves. It's like somebody who's going to be a musician, where they're just going to dedicate themselves to a particular instrument. Yeah, and and uh, just for the total love of it, you know, love love of, of the sport. So I have the most respect for them. Well, guys that do like legitimate wrestling. I mean, it's kind of the oh same. yeah, legitimate wrestling. Now it would be like. The equivalent might be, say, MMA, where yeah. those guys train, and it's almost like a lifestyle thing for them. Yeah. But there was no, we we weren't aware if it did exist, which it probably did in a, in some form, it, circa '96 when mm. we started high school. It uh, it wasn't something that we were we were aware of, but now it's become a thing that everybody kind of understands the yeah. uh, the the physicality it takes to do something like MMA. So I mean, yeah. I can see that because you really need to be you kind of you can't half ass it. No, no. way. I mean, not if you're going to do well by it. If you're, I mean, if you just want to get, you know, drunk and brawl with somebody, it's a, that's a little bit different than actually getting in an octagon, <laughs> mm. trying to fuck someone up. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we 
we saw each other in, in almost an inordinate amount for people who lived a half hour away. Yeah, how did we get around to doing that? That our parents I have dropped no us off? idea. I guess they had to have. Well, yeah, they had to because we there's another no way to get there. You didn't have a, we're pretty far away from each other. Yeah, you didn't have a bike, and it was too far for me to ride my bike. It probably wasn't even safe to let a kid. Oh, no drive, chance. Yeah. No chance. Not from where I was to where you were. And th- there were no side streets or anything. You'd have to get on an, a state route, which was in no way safe, yeah. even if you were a teenager who'd been riding a bike for years. But I guess probably. I mean, yeah. it's not as if I... I mean, I, I certainly had, you know, a, a circle of friends in, in high school. So it's. But then again, I saw them all the time, and I didn't see you as much. So I guess maybe it was more fresh yeah. for us to see each other because we didn't see each other five days a week anymore. Mm. So it was more like... There was probably more to talk about, and there was more going on. Yeah. And as much as we, everything was new, because we were both having separate experiences, so when we got mm. together, it was more just, it was just fresh, I, I guess. Think, I think we talked a lot on the phone, and I, I think I, I slept over quite a bit. Sleeping over my house is a little bit uh, more complicated situation, because uh, there's more people there, the house is yeah. smaller, and uh, my parents are kind of more in your hair. <laughs> well, yeah, and at the at the time too, because see, you have a, a younger brother, mm. and um, my sister uh, might have been staying there. I don't know. I think because my sister, when we started high school, oh, our freshman yeah, year right. of high school, she was a freshman yeah, in college. That's right, that's right. Yeah. So it was also more uh, convenient for you to stay over because it was just you and I. Yeah. I think your sister might have been commuting. My sister to was school. commuting, or she was so at OCC. She, one or the other. Yeah, so she was still living at home. So mm. I believe it was yeah three siblings. Your oldest brother had to. Had been out on his own by then, but yeah, it was still five people in your house. So me showing up with my, yeah, you know, my Ozzy Osbourne T-shirt I, was I, probably less inviting. Yeah, I <laughs> was that, although I was very, I was very well liked, and I've always been very, very taken by your parents. They're, they were always like a second. Your family has been just a second family to me, anyway. Yeah, your 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 parents, especially your mom, did an awful lot for me, an awful lot for me over the years, and uh, that was something I really appreciated. It was tough um, because my parents were stressed out. And because they're immigrants, um, you know, they just have a different expectation on that, the way things work. Yeah. And it was nice to be able to talk to uh, an American mom about certain things. So it was, uh, you know, American mom and dad about certain things. So, yeah, it was huge, huge, very important. And uh, I was always very thankful for them for doing that for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they, they loved having you around, obviously, because you were, I mean, we saw each other a ton. And, uh, Lo and behold, you, as you appropriately predicted, probably going on eight years ago when I first moved out here to California, you had theorized that one day we would end up living together. And, and lo and behold, <laughs> we yeah. ended up, you know, we're, we're spending some time living together. So yeah. it's uh, it's kind of funny the way that worked out, which is interesting, too, because you would think since we've been friends for so long, it just it would have happened naturally. But we were never in the same place at the same time. Like yeah. when you were when you were away in the military was when I was living at home, and then when you got out was about six months before I first moved out to California, yeah. and then I moved back to uh, New Jersey after I graduated school. Shortly after that, you moved down to Virginia. Definitely. So we were never really in the same place. And you graduated school, and then I came back out here again. So we were never in the same place long enough to where we would have gotten a place together. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's pretty funny. When you think about it, so it's weird that it took until, like I said, about thirty-two, yeah. to uh, for for us to share any kind of space together. But mm. you, you would have thought it it would have happened. But mm. uh, yeah, you you were right though, <laughs> and then we ended up here. And you know, you'll you'll be here, hopefully for quite a while. I certainly will be now that I've ingratiated myself with the locals as yeah. much as I can. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd love to be here. Uh, it it really depends on on the situation on uh, how things go the next few weeks. You know, yeah, of course. Um, 
We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yep. It'll be all right. It it takes a while. It takes a while for everybody to get settled into anywhere new. But actually, that's that's a good thing because you've you've been out here at least to visit a, a couple of times. So what have you? What do you found most interesting about being in California, or just California as compared to New Jersey or anywhere else? Because you've been around the world, having been oh, stationed in yeah. many places. So what what is what's your impression of California? Okay, I'm always curious um, to hear this because everybody's from somewhere else out here. My impression of California. Yeah. I think my impression has changed an awful lot since 2006 or so. What was it 2000 and okay? It I was, was 06 when I came here. So yeah, was that your first trip here? That was my first real trip here. Okay. And then I visited my with my brother again in the what was it January of 2007? Perhaps I'm trying to think. I vis- I stayed out here with my brother when he was in San Diego. Right. Yeah, that's right. For a short period of time. I'm trying to think. No, I think it was actually September. And it was cold out. I was shocked at how cold it out was, and I was re- I was really like, wow, this is where I want to be. But um, in fact, I think I even went about uh, registering for uh, Los Angeles City College. Really? Yeah, I remember. I uh, we talked about it a little bit, and uh, we did talk. There, there was yeah. a period. It was I'd been out here maybe six months or so, mm. six to nine months, and I remember you were thinking about coming out here because you've been taking classes at at OCC Ocean County College. For a while, yeah. and you thought, uh, since you since you just got out of the military, and you want to get into you know school again. You thought about coming out here and going to school out here, and also because compared to New Jersey, well, compared to anything compared to New Jersey, gives a lot of uh, financial aid. But state wise, like the state will cover a larger portion of your education if you go to a, a state school, yeah, as compared to a private school in California. Head and shoulders above what New Jersey will give you to go to like Rutgers yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. So I, I know that was something that you had you had asked about, but uh, I mean, I literally remember there was actually thinking on it. You were finishing up your uh, the spring semester in 2006, and I remember you saying you were gonna you were thinking about packing up the car and just driving out. Nothing ever yeah. came of it, and then a few months later, you kind of talked about. Um, I don't think you were gonna leave leave school like you weren't gonna go to school, but I think you were gonna come out here and pursue. Uh, residency because after a year you become a resident in california yeah. and you were going to look into going to school and then it it hadn't happened so you you yeah. definitely have been drawn you've definitely wanted to come out here for a while yeah. which i understand i've had I, i've had the pull for california for a long time and ended up yeah. moving back here anyway yeah so i don't know what it is i mean there, there are a lot of things the weather's a huge factor oh yeah i mean the, the the way the weather affects my mood like um i lived in hawaii i lived uh in a few other places Florida, et cetera. And so I got spoiled on the good weather. Uh, the bad, you know, like really cold weather, especially really cold, icy weather, I kind of shut down. And yeah. uh, if you want to become healthy, that's really not the kind of pattern you want to get into. Yeah. So the kind of almost eternal summer situation, now when it's in the middle of summer and it's like unbearably hot, maybe I might rethink it, but no. <laughs> really, no. honestly, I, I do love the warm weather and it has a huge effect on, on my on my um your disposition I my think. disposition I think, yeah i think it does for me too and that's part of it because you also can't you don't want to go outside when it's cold out and it no. gets bitter i mean look i'm not comparing new jersey to the midwest or anything but it gets cold like really cold especially yeah. compared to how hot and humid it gets during the summer yeah there's such a huge there's such a wide range of weather in new jersey where yeah. i just i can't deal with it anymore yeah and, and and not so much the snow but the ice when there's ice on the ground oh god you, you don't it. want to run around. You don't want to, because you know my big phobia is slipping and is slipping and getting hurt. Mm. Or you're running on the side of the road and another car skids out and hits you. Yeah, I mean we. Ha- I've known people who 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 
you know, who've been hit. It's just that kind of something in the back of my mind, like I just don't want to deal with the BS that comes with trying to get good exercise in when the weather's not ideal. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I Which mean, is just half the year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, that's that's part of. But yeah, as soon as I got out here the first time, I just said, "Wow, wow, uh, I want to come back here someday." And then I went right back out to San Diego. And I like that a lot. I love the food in San Diego. I'll be honest with you, Los Angeles. I'm not impressed with the food I've had since I've been out here. <laughs> not impressed. The pizza is terrible. Yeah, Maybe I well, open up a pizzeria. Pizza's terrible. They don't know, uh, though. They don't have anything to compare to. There's a few things, which is something you and I have talked about, because <laughs> food-wise, there, there's a lot more in Los Angeles, but there's certain things it does lack. Like, you can't get a good sub or hoagie or grinder. Depending mm. what part of the country you live in, uh, you can't get a good one out here. Like the only place you can get one really is Subway, but even that's like, eh, mm. it's okay. It's a sandwich; it does the job. Or the grocery stores certainly make a a sub facsimile anyway yeah, of a sub. There's and, Jersey Mike's, but there's a ton of salt in Jersey Mike's. I just a ton. It, even that though, it's still a chain. It still doesn't yeah. taste. Yeah, it, they just all taste the same. If you don't watch out, they will slather it in mayo, and the bread sometimes is not. You know, the the ho- for a hoagie, your bread ma- matters a lot. And if it's a little bit, you know, when, it, when you bite on the bread and it has that kind of semi staleness to it, yeah, where it's kind of it's a little bit it's of a, a little crustier than it should be, yeah, a little bit of cardboardy, yeah. But uh, you know, I do support it because Jersey Mark started in Point Pleasant, true. And funny enough, one of the guys uh, from Jersey Mike's, the, the family, you know, they all went to our public high school. Mm-hmm. Um, he he sat next to me in one of my German classes, and he oh. graduated a year ahead of me. And then he joined the Marines. And lo and behold, I saw him. I think he when I went to a really tough school in uh, Japan, um, a Marine Corps school. He was there. I was like, wow, what a shock! I, I I think the chain was much smaller when he was. It was just a f- maybe a couple of stores. And by the time he gets out of the mil- military, suddenly it's blown up all over oh, New yeah. Jersey, and then as far as across the country, yeah. So that's a hell of a home. They got to be everywhere. Yeah. See, my sister does like Jersey Mike's, and she'll go there because she said, "Well, it's the closest thing to home." And I can kind of agree with that. Um, yeah. As far as pizza and Italian food, nowhere near. No, um, it's strange that there's no Little Italy or <laughs> anything like that. It's, it's Koreatown, yeah. and there's. I love the Russian food that's here, though. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you, you've it's talked so about good. this Russian place, and I've never had anything. Grandma's Kitchen. It's actually got a great write-up on Yelp. Oh, yeah? Grandma's Kitchen um, in Valley Village behind the subway. So it's right there on Laurel Canyon Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That is so good. Yeah, you've uh, talked about this place. It sounds nasty, it. but... Um, I don't know anything about Russian food, so uh, I wouldn't even know where to begin. Beef tongue salad. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Oh, it's so good. But is it... So good. Is it tongue? Yeah, it, 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 it's like lengua, like, you know, like uh, a tongue salad, a tongue, Ugh. a taco, like in Mexican food. Okay. And it's just ribbons. Uh, oh, it's so damn good. I don't know. Uh, just the whole thought of tongue is like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, cod, gefilte fish, because they have a Jewish section. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, all okay. sorts of stuff. Beef stroganoff, which was not that good. Okay, stroganoff, I know. Oh, really? Yeah, there's, okay. I like stroganoff, but their stroganoff was nothing spectacular. Okay, I do like stroganoff. Yeah. Gotta say. Okay, there's there's something to start with. Yeah, but any of their fish, oh man, it's oh it's so good. But <laughs> food wise, yeah, there's there's some stuff I mean, we went to a good German place. We went to Brot oh, yeah. Brot Brothers, which is a full on I mean the girls were wearing later hose and all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. And uh, actually our waitress did have a German accent unless yeah. she's an actress, which is 
likely. Yeah. And they had a really eclectic menu. I mean, you had a what kind? What kind of bratwurst did you? Have? I think I had a um, I had like a spicy beef. It was like a te- it was called like a Texas worst or something like that. Yeah. Um, you had venison. That's oh what it yeah, was. they had was... a really they had wild boar yeah. and and all sorts of stuff, and I thought, yeah. which is apparently really lean meat, by the way. Yeah, and I was just like, wow, alligator, I think alligator. Yeah, it I, was I don't so think I had the alligator, weird. but it was oh, and so it, yeah, good. we didn't eat it, but I saw it on the menu. But uh, I mean, like that was really good. I think there are maybe a handful of them, so I don't think that's a huge chain. Mm. So there are places like that, but there's stuff that you would think. See, here's the interesting thing, which you and I were talking about in that uh, this the restaurants. Particularly something like fast food, just to kind of narrow the field a bit. They have all the same restaurants here, like McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, etc., that uh, we have in New Jersey. But there are more of them out here because it's El Pollo Loco and Jack in the Box and Carl's Jr. In-N-Out Burger. Oh, man. Mm. So I got in a fight, not a fist fight like you, but <laughs> I got in a, an argument the other day over uh, In-N-Out because I said it was overrated. I know you agree because you said, yeah. and I said in my defense, first of all, it's hyped up way too much by people who grew up eating it. So I probably expected more. And there's always a huge wait. You will literally oh. see no less than 14 cars <sighs> in ridiculous. the drive-thru. Yeah. So by the time I get the burger, I'm just like, whatever. I'm, j- yeah. I'm jaded about it. <laughs> yeah. But it, I just don't, I, look, I don't hate it. I just thought it was like, it's a burger. But people yeah. out here are so so protective of it like it's so precious to them yeah. that they have like in and out burger oh in and out burger is the best in and out burger is the best i don't get it but you know i'm not also protesting yeah. outside of the location and for those here who are not from california you know there are plenty everybody who listens is from somewhere else oh yeah <laughs> the folks will sit in their cars with their with the gas running and which is great for the smogfield totally. smogfield supposedly environment out here uh, with the gas running and it'll take them much longer to get their meal than if they were to just park the car, walk. I mean, it's like 15 feet. Go inside <laughs> into a nice air-conditioned um, um, restaurant. restaurant and sit down and get it yourself. Yeah. Everyone you know, here is busy. It's so – but, I mean, it, is, it, takes, it takes – they're so addicted to it. It's the car culture or whatever they call it. Oh, yeah. It takes forever to, to – you know, you're sitting online. They even take your order while you're, while you're waiting at, at the car. Just go in there and go get it, and you could be gone. Yeah. People don't, though. They don't, because everyone's it's part the, of the ritual, yeah. Yeah, and everyone's on the phone in their car, because they got yeah. the Bluetooth blasting through their stereo speakers. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's busy. Yeah. Uh, so it's easier to do that than, I guess, talk on the cell phone and go inside the restaurant, get your food, and leave. Yeah. But, yeah, that was one that I don't get it, but I don't, I don't dislike it. I just don't. Yeah. I'm not drawn to go eat anything there. No. But it's such a big deal. It's such a big deal here. Yeah, I mean, it, it's relatively cheap, and you can tell that it's f- fresh, but it, it's really not that great. The thing Nothing that gets special. me is that everybody says, oh, the secret menu, though. you got to order off the oh, secret menu. I'm like, it's not crap. a secret. Everybody knows about it because everybody tells you to order off the secret menu. Yeah. Besides, there are no secrets. It's the Internet age. Everybody yeah. has seen the goddamn menu. It's, it's written somewhere. <laughs> it's not like passed around in a notebook uh, that not everybody has access to, handed down from father to son to grandson. It's... <laughs> Come on, it's not such Gardens a secret menu. Your life, exactly. You need to, you hold the secret. This is what they will make you, but only if you ask for it. I think that's <laughs> kind of weird. It's strange out here. I mean, there is there's certainly good stuff, and uh, I think mom and pop places like the Russian place, obviously, I think yeah. is, a, is a privately owned like small business. I think those places are probably you need to seek them out. You need to try a little harder. Like most good things, you need to dig a little deeper to get to the good stuff. Yeah, but. um 
Man, I, I think that's just how it goes, even when it comes to food. Mm. You know, if you yeah. go to chains, you're not going to... I mean, look, <laughs> Olive Garden's not real Italian food. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, just, it's just fast food Italian, pretty much. For sure. So sure. it's no, in the same way Chili's isn't real Mexican food. I love no. Chili's, but it's not authentic Mexican food. No. It's just no. Fridays with a different theme. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so one of the many things we've been laughing at, because it's something you've been uh, participating in for a while, and it's something I've... It, it's crossed my mind, and you've been convincing me about it a little bit more, or at least to try it, uh, and that is online dating, mm. which it, now it really seems like the the most, I'm not going to say reliable, but probably the easiest way to meet other single people because there's no, what are the options? Otherwise, you have a coworker or you're introduced through a mutual friend or something like that. But otherwise, like, where do you go? You know, you're not going to meet, I'm sure it happens to people, but you're not going to meet a single person at a bar. I feel like it's, it's more random if you go out and just walk up to somebody. And I feel like with as disconnected as we are anyway, through text messaging and not even phone calls and everything else, I don't. Uh, I don't know if that first person interaction with the stranger is as easily. I don't. I don't think it's embraced as much as it used to be when that was the only way we could talk to each other was standing in front of each other or maybe on the phone. I think yeah. everyone's so disconnected now that it kind of makes sense. Yeah, that stuff has happened online. It can almost be now where it's like, and people, men especially, are so afraid of um, being seen as aggressive. Oh yeah, culturally, not everybody, but let's say like the mainstream of. Of the society, I mean, there's certain subcultures where it's like they really value it, especially more traditional ones. But the mainstream, it can be like, you know, you're walking on eggshells if you try to bother. Basically, that's what's called, you know, bothering a woman yeah. at a coffee shop when she just wants to get her a uh, drink and uh, get back to work. You know, that sort of thing. Though I'm sure I, I see the nightclubs still have plenty of people. Outside, they do, but so. I don't think people go there looking for dates. People no, go there looking for hookups and hang out with your friends, or go with your boyfriend, go with your girlfriend, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, and I think women go. I mean, this is actually um, a friend of ours. His, his older sister uh, mentioned this to, years ago to us, and it made total sense to me. This is when we were probably club going age, so this is uh, maybe high school seniors. A little bit after, she said, "When girls go to clubs with other girls, they're going to dance. They're going to have fun." They're not going to pick up guys most of the time. So if don't go to a club, expect you're going to hit on a girl and, and something's going to come out of it. And I thought that made sense because, yeah, when women go, they usually are going with a group of their friends and they're going to have fun. They're not all going out like, all right, all the single ladies, we're all going out to the club and we're each going to meet a guy because I, I don't think that's ever the plan. Mm. So, yeah, the online dating thing, I guess I guess it, it makes sense now. And um, Yeah, it just, yeah, I mean... It's just a lot more efficient. You know, you can just sort sort out what you're looking for. Bam, you put it in there. You know, whatever demographic you're looking for, mm-hmm. you can punch that in. I mean, and just because, like I said, you might see a, you know, if you're a woman you, or, you know, a man, whatever. Or you might see man. somebody who's really attractive, really well-dressed, right? You want to go up there and approach them. And the minute they open up their mouth, you know, and you get to know each other, you realize that, even though they might be into me and I might be into them over the first few seconds, there might be some fundamental things that, no, there's just no way. Right. I mean, that this is going to go on. I mean, if you're just going to hook up, maybe, I don't know. But if you're actually looking for a relationship, yeah, there's just no, you know, there's, it's not going to fly. Right. Or if you're just looking for a date, you at least know things going in. Like the, 
let's call them metrics. I think that's a fair Absolutely, use of yeah. the word. The metrics and like the questions you answer, like you show me on, on mm-hmm. one particular site, which mm-hmm. we won't name. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with it, but uh, we were going through a bunch of questions you answered and um, comparing compatibility when we were looking at yeah. women, who yeah. w- what they answered and seeing whether or not it was compatible. So at least there's a, a filtration system, a social filtration system when it comes to, uh, all right, yeah. at least you'll know what you're getting into. Whereas if you walk up to somebody at Barnes and Noble and uh, just speak to her. You don't know anything about it. You don't know something that may be important to you like uh, religion or career or sense of humor, whatever, like whether yeah. it's superficial or, you know, what, something that's uh, deeply personal to you, like a uh, religion, then you may not, you, you wouldn't know otherwise until you go out to dinner possibly with this person, unless you yeah. just grab coffee. But if you go out to dinner, you can literally end up with nothing to talk about or after 12 minutes, you could be ready for the check-in to just take her home. Yeah. So And take her home, like drop her off, not take her back to your place. Mm. So at least there's there's some kind of guideline. At least you can kind of suss out people who yeah. you're interested in. So I do, I, I get it more and more. I mean, like I said, I haven't tried it as of yet. It does make me wonder, though. Guys are, are our age who are you know, or a little bit older who um, we had to do that where you just literally go up to her and blah, 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 bam. Run your game. Maybe oh, yeah. we're a little bit more confident than maybe some guys who've been more very reliant on the online thing. I don't know. You know, I, I'm kind of underestimating, underestimating people. You no, know? I don't think so. There's that strong drive, <laughs> you know, to be social. And uh, but I think I think we're at least used to it because we've had the experience where yeah. before all this came along, you had to go up to a girl cold, mm-hmm. and you would have to start a conversation or you'd have to speak to them. Whereas now with everything being, like I said before, disconnected and you're not dealing with people yeah. in the first person, I think that makes people reluctant to meet. Like, I mean, one, I think um, one of the sites you were showing me actually has a, uh, I think one of the questions was, are you willing to meet in person? And the, the variety of answers was like, I was surprised. I'm thinking, isn't that the idea? Or are you just looking for an IM buddy? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just seems so strange. Like, yeah. uh, why wouldn't you want to meet somebody? You're on a dating site. Yeah. You should ultimately meet up with somebody and have something to say. That's true. Yeah. I, some people, um, a lot of people nowadays don't necessarily, or not nowadays, but, but there are people are in a place where like, they really don't care what other people think and they're just going to give their answer. Then you have certain people who um, are more insecure. And then you have some women who are who are afraid of, of giving all, you know, sometimes they're afraid for their safety. Like they don't want to seem too eager. Right. Because that might attract people who are going to try and harm them, you know. I mean, a woman's going to have to consider so many other things about a man because it's, it's women who are normally victimized by men, not the other way yeah. around. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it does happen the other way around. Men get victimized by men, women get victimized by women, but men do most of the violent crime. Mo- the, women, the, the abusing you know, tends to be more yeah. done on the end of the, of the male. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So You're they totally have more right. things that they have to worry about. And now it's it's become so, something yeah. that's so wo- woven into the social fabric. I'm sounding really fancy. Mm. But uh, like I've, I've read many articles. I read Men's Health Magazine monthly and uh, I've, I've read their articles online. And there are so many suggestions that they make. I mean, guys will write in with just no clue at all as far as how to handle situations. Probably guys younger than us who have not had that first person experience with going into a date or just walking up to somebody and not oh that you know the jersey came out walking up to somebody mm-hmm. um but <laughs> they will they won't have that first person a uh, first hand i should say exchange where they just ha- kind of have to go in cold whereas now everyone's so reliant on kind of communicating in an impersonal way through just text be it email or text messaging or instant messaging that uh, i think a lot of younger guys are nervous so i see these questions that are asked as far as 
what happens if you meet somebody? How do you know if, and ultimately it comes down to having to meet them in person. Usually it's, we'll meet up in a public place. Don't pick them up. Offer, you know, just, mm. you can say, let's, let's meet somewhere mutually. Let's get a drink. Let's get coffee. They just said, keep it casual meet somewhere publicly. Don't invite her over. Don't ask if you could come over. Don't offer to come over and cook her dinner or something like that. Mm. And the idea is just to be that casual because and, and at the same time, do have your first meeting being a uh, public in a public place for the sake of just safety overall which is practical yeah so i mean all, all that stuff makes sense but yeah there are things you have to consider when uh, looking at this actually it's funny because now i've done mm, let's say minimal dating since i've been out here uh mm. during this last year but i uh it, it's definitely i almost don't know other than <laughs> other than going for coffee or drinks i almost don't know what the first day could be because growing up where we grew up in New Jersey, in proximity to the shore, you can go to the boardwalk with a girl, and you can go get a slice of pizza For sure, yeah. and a Pepsi, and you can sit and talk, and that would kind of be the thing. And, and the boardwalk was fine, because it's kind of where everybody went, and it is a public place, and it's wide open, and it's, it's yeah. busy. And, uh, you know, if things went well, you can end up making out the end of the boardwalk, <laughs> you know, and somewhat in the dark, mm, yeah. um, or over by the inlet or it's something. Happened. It's yeah. happened to people. Yeah, it's happened <laughs> probably all of us at some point. Whereas here... There kind of isn't a, I don't say landmark, but like a single destination where you would go like that. Like the boardwalk is it's such an easy go-to in New Jersey, whereas here it's like, what, I mean, you go to one of the variety of yeah. coffee chains and yeah. just have coffee with a person. But I don't know. I can't, I can't think of a place that's just like, oh, here's an automatic kind of first date. Why don't we go here? I would be surprised. Yeah, that or maybe some people uh, in a coffee shop. I mean, it depends on what your means are, Oh yeah, et cetera. You know, people have a whole way of doing it, social etiquette. You know, obviously, you'll look online for help or you'll ask friends. But, yeah, there's all, all different ways to do it. You know, the funny thing is I, I've always told people that don't, you know, friends who've asked advice, I've always said, you know, don't gab with her for forever before meeting up. Um, you know, so why is it? It's because, you know what, the person you meet on that first date is going to be a different person than who you're going to meet online. Oh, totally. And... It, it just makes it all the more awkward when you've been talking forever and maybe expectations have been raised or people have, you know, people do this. They'll construct an image of themselves, which really isn't who they are. And you know, everyone's much savvier, much funnier, much uh, just more prepared when they're talking to each other online. Uh, when you meet the, the, you know, that person, they're going to be, uh, you know, somebody completely different. Uh, so you don't want to build it up and build it up and build oh yeah, up. and it's awkward anyway. I mean, oh, first, so first meetings awkward. are always awkward. So and you awkward, don't know what yeah. to do. Like, do you hug? Do you shake hands? Do you have a polite kiss on the cheek with like a light yeah. kind of one arm embrace? Absolutely, kind of thing. It's it's so like there isn't a. I don't think now there's some kind of social norm for like the first date. I mean, yeah, I guess it, it depends. Uh, there definitely are, and, and I think people are more relaxed on it now. But like I said, you wouldn't want to build it up forever because um, it just, it just adds to to awkwardness and. Uh, that's the story with that. I'll, I'll, just, I'll put it just like that. But uh, you also need you, if you talk too long, though, you're not going to have as much. You're not going to have as say, much to well, say. You, yeah, yeah, you're going to need to go into the date with you know. I, I see this. I see you watch The Walking Dead. You know, uh-huh. or something like that based on their profile. But you can't get too in depth. I mean, I realized something like some of the profiles I browsed uh, using your account because <laughs> you currently have one. Mm. Uh, I just noticed a lot of them was. A lot of women said we, you know, I want to talk and interact for a while and form some kind of connection before meeting up, and I get that, and that probably comes from a place of caution where maybe mm-hmm. first dates or going on a date with somebody they weren't uh, 
prepared to meet with, or maybe they had some kind of maybe some kind of catfishing going on or whatever, where they wanted they want to test the authenticity of a person. I kind of understand that, but the majority seems like okay. Here's some information about me. Here's like bullet points about me. Here's what I'm into. Here's facts about mm. me as far as like height, job. I mean, you can fill in things like income, religion. I mean, there's a whole l- list of uh, metrics, but I feel like you should kind of have a couple of things on there. Like, here's some interesting things about me, and then if that appeals to you, fine, let's go. But I feel like now, especially because of the lack of first-person interaction and because of this younger generation, here's grandpa's climbing on a soapbox again, but but I think there's such a reluctance or, let's say, hesitation, apprehension to even go on a date when it's just a date. If you go out with somebody, you meet up for coffee, even if you meet up for dinner or you meet up for drinks, it's just a date. You can go on a date and there's no commitment. Nothing needs to come out of it. You can go on a date and just realize, you know, is there anything here? No, there's nothing here. Okay, I don't want to waste your time. Absolutely. Uh, I think there's more. I think it's part of building up, like you said. Like there's something where it's, it's built up where there's, you're walking in with some kind of inflated expectation. Even just saying, like, I'm going on a date. Oh, yeah. I, th- I yeah. think that's a big part of it. Like, I mean, there was, for instance, I, here's something I thought was a little weird. This is not too recently, but this maybe a little over a year ago when there were two people I do, guy and a girl, who uh, work with uh, friends of mine, and I know them through through my friend, and uh, two of them happened to date, and they literally went on a date, and within the week, they put themselves on Facebook as in a relationship, because I'm friends wow. with the two of them on Facebook, and I just thought, just, like, you're dating. Like, when are you putting, I mean, it's, it's just so weird, but I mean, then again, they're, I think they're like 20, 21-ish. So mm. to them, I guess that's just normal. But I'm thinking you're dating. Like, it's not a relationship. I mean, everybody has a relationship with every person in their life, but it's not a an intimate relationship necessarily. Yeah. I just think it's weird that I that's kind of become that's become normal. Like, well, we're dating. Okay, well, dating doesn't mean anything unless mm. it's how you define a relationship. Is hey, we're dating. So <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that adds another kind of pressure where there's you're almost doing PR for yourself through something yeah. like Facebook. Where it's, yeah, yeah, we're dating. You're absolutely right. You have to constantly do PR for yourself. I mean, look at, for example, the website that we're on where it asks you some very controversial questions. Some of them are embarrassing, but some of them are, you know, controversial. So a lot of people don't necessarily give what they believe. They give what they think uh, is the... They'll give a more middle-of-the-road answer. More middle-of-the-road or vague, yes, or vague answer. It's just as a way to protect yourself because there are malicious people out there uh, who will take a screen cap of your profile and put them on a forum and say, look at this jerk yeah. or look at this bee and, and put you out there. Or they will, you know, if they know where your employer is or something, they get you in trouble. So, I mean, yeah, it's the, everyone is constantly doing PR, you know? Yeah. No, it's true because doing PR all that stuff yourself. can get spread around. Yes. And we've seen it happen over and over and yeah. over again in the media. And people are just more cautious, more cautious you know? They're more savvy. Yeah. And well, and, and for good reason because that stuff does happen. I mean, that is a realistic threat. You hear about all the time people who are at the... I mean, look, there are stupid people who post stupid, insensitive stuff mm-hmm. on Twitter and Facebook and then they have some kind of uh, professional repercussions for it and then they get all up in arms like what I can't believe how can they do it? well you're still <laughs> representing yourself and by extension the company you're working for so you can't act like it mm. an incredible asshole and then expect somehow there are going to be zero consequences mm-hmm. based on the people who pay you to do yeah. a job because you're still representing them in, in some fashion so yeah you're right though but I think there are also people who there are certainly 
uh, trolls. I mean, that's really the best the best expression for it. Where, um, let's say you're you're browsing and uh, you're conservative, you may be looking around for. Let's say you're a conservative guy. You're looking around for, especially in California, where there's no shortage of liberal women. <laughs> you, you might seek them out and then just want to fight with them. Like, because people do that. I mean, look at the comment sections on any YouTube video. People oh, just yeah, get in fights yeah. over the most petty and stupid shit. Yeah. I th- I'm sure that happens a lot on dating sites where people just want to abuse other people anonymously. I mean, not oh, so much yeah. anonymously because a at least of- there's a photo, but. Shoot. I think there's a lot of that. So people are probably more reluctant to put a, a stance that's I've strong one way or the other. Really? For <laughs> what? For what reason? Um, I remember I was I was on I think I was on my lunch break or something, and I was checking something, and uh, someone uh, a, a, a very heavy set woman, a young woman, much younger than me, uh, made a request. Oh, no, it was a it was like an instant instant message, which is like. You know, I don't use so much instant messaging anymore. I don't think a lot of people use instant messaging as much. Maybe kids do, but most people communicate mm-hmm. through their text on their phone. Yeah. So instant message you know, through one of these dating sites. Yeah. Oh, they're, okay. they're, that's a feature that they that you can check on or check off. Oh, I see. And I, I, see. I guess mine was checked on by default. And uh, I said, "Oh, she made a, a comment about my profile that it, you know it needed a lot of improvement." Just say what? Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, thanks." Uh, hmm. And then she made another reply, and then another reply, and it got progressively ruder. And I was like, okay, I'm being trolled by some woman who could very well be some man could or be some, some boy. Yeah, could be a 14-year-old Just looking dude. To, to, to see if you can raise my hackles. <laughs> and um, I didn't really get annoyed because if it was a, a woman like that, a young girl, 20, 20-year-old girl who's going to be that aggressive, she's probably really desperate or really mad. Or just looking for attention. Yeah, even if it's for attention. Even if, if they can't get your affection, then your hate will do. Yeah. Because you're still giving them some kind of emotion and giving them some attention. Yeah, very lonely and wants some kind of interaction. I mean, even if it's some something legitimate, though, let's say it really was the person who was messaging you, this this young woman. It could very well be she thinks she's being helpful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there could be the complete misguided uh, nobility of... Yeah. Oh, I, I should help you because your profile is like, lady, you're single too, because that's why you're on this website. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna, what are you gonna tell me? Oh, that's yeah. gonna be of such value. Oh, she said I was fat, which was funny. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm pretty tall, and I'm not really fat, but no. she could have weighed the same weight as I did, and she's probably about six inches, seven inches shorter than me. Hmm. So this is a big woman, and this, <laughs> and that was, I mean, I kind of already knew it was a troll, but it seemed like even more likely it was a troll after that. Well, but, uh, if it's if they're with if it's they're making with the insults, I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, you also have people who are on just to see what's out there or to get attention, like some super beautiful women uh, on Plenty of Fish. Uh, girl took a screenshot of that. She had 220 messages in her inbox, and I remember a girl uh, from college who I was friendly with, who was really pretty. Uh, she showed me she had like 56 in her inbox that day, and she was engaged. Which was oh, funny, um, and this is Facebook, so she wasn't on a dating site. She was on Facebook, but fifty six messages in oh, her inbox, yeah, and almost all of them were from random guys. Yeah, oh, that saying, happens. You're hot. Let's hook up. Uh, can I get to know you? You know, how's it good, <laughs> mommy, etc. That sort of thing. Like she doesn't even know who these people are. Yeah, maybe she goes to school with them. Maybe she doesn't. You know, I've had a friend who had that happen to her on MySpace. She just gotten engaged. And her profile picture was her, like, with her head in her hand. 
It was mm. it was totally posed because it was to emphasize that the ring was on her finger, and she was still getting messages from guys. Oh, you're hot. Oh, you're a nurse. <laughs> oh, that's hot. I mean, like, what the fuck? Uh, How does a dude think that angle works? Just sending, and I saw that when I was cruising profiles through uh, your account, yeah. and I saw a lot of women saying, "Please be more creative than saying you're hot <laughs> or something." And I'm sure there are dudes just Slip. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> message the the subject line sup and the message you're hot yeah you know <laughs> want to hook up some of the it's things... a, it's a shame that there are guys who are that delusional yeah that they actually send a message to a woman asking if you want to hook up or you want to get together like god guys are so goddamn stupid i think some of these guys have been reading like uh the biography of Patton, general Patton, <laughs> where where he said that uh, quantity has a quality all its own where they literally spam <laughs> right they and, probably do figuring and, some girls gonna want to hook up out of like a thousand yeah they always hear guys talking about it uh about yeah yeah blah 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 meaning you know and i'm like how do you do this exactly because I, I gotta see the women that you're with what guys claiming that they've yeah. had conquests through yeah but and not even bragging just talking about normal as in if it's just a an everyday thing i'm like hmm Oh, I, I remember know, in the earlier days of the internet, it used to work that way. But I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm an older guy or something. But, but uh, that could be guys just lying too. Like if we yeah. were, if we were 14, and one of our friends said like such I, and such a girl, I, let let me touch her tit. It's like whoa, really? Yeah. Like we wouldn't know whether or not it was it, true. It so be. it's probably just guy just talking, trying to yeah. But I mean, trying to I, emphasize his machismo. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But um, then you have the one one of the things that's one of my big pet peeves, and I am definitely not ripped. I'm not going to be winning any CrossFit competitions anytime <laughs> soon. But when I see women whose profiles and it says, if you have a, sh- a shirtless pic, do not call me. But I'm, I'm looking at your profile and I'm like, you look like exactly the kind of girl who would be really turned on or into the guy with the shirtless pics. You're By saying, a dude who takes I like a bathroom yeah. selfie with the shirt I mean, off. You're basically taking a bunch of sh- uh, selfies yourself. Uh-huh. And yet you say, I don't want a guy with a shirtless pick. And I'm like, I think to me that's almost like defensive. That's a, or that's like a defensive thing for people who are maybe a little bit insecure about their own body. Um, where they say, that, I don't want, you know, because some guys are going to be genetically in great shape. You know, it's just genetics. They don't sure. have to do anything. Maybe they play a little basketball. And, um, you know. With minimal effort, they can yeah, maintain minimal, a fit body. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, there are always but those guys. most people it takes an awful lot of dedication and so it's like your calling card by saying i have self-discipline i care about my health i eat right i, mean, I take and, care and of myself I'm, I think, I, yeah it I'm, emphasizes I'm, responsibility yes, and discipline responsibility i, I will discipline, say that yeah. but i think women take it as being douchebaggy i mean there's yeah. superficial women who are just all about like oh my god i need a six-pack yeah and, and i don't mean beer but yeah but i mean if a guy is he gets in that good shape and he wants to take a couple of shirtless pics or maybe, no, just one. He's going to post one. As long as it's not like right there and the only thing, the only picture he has, maybe it's got one of several. Mm-hmm. I don't see why you hold that against him. And I got to think that some of these women who are saying no shirtless pics, if we were to do some kind of a study, a bunch of them will be like, yeah. Okay. Sent their own shirtless pics to previous yeah. guys. <laughs> as long as it's not like you're, it's not like, as long as it's not like David Hasselhoff where you're like slathered in Vaseline <laughs> and holding two Sharpay puppies. And I. I think you'll be okay. 
Yeah. You'll be okay. If it's not planned. That's one of the things, actually, that's, that apparently uh, reduces the amount of messages you'll get is taking a picture with a pet. I think that's a little weird. Yeah. It's I like, don't... so dude is a dog. What's wrong with that? Maybe like, oh, he's I mean, already he's in a relationship. As a friend. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't understand my I dogs. I love my but... dogs. Yeah. My pit bull is my best friend. You don't yeah. understand. You'll yeah. never understand me the way he does. Oh, my God. Or she, even worse. Oh, no, but... um. I thought that was kind of weird, uh, yeah. which is which is really interesting too. I mean, as long as there has been social media, there have been the uh, the bias profile pics because that's been one of the big criticisms from myself included, going back uh, years ago. Now, dating sites have evolved a lot in the last four years. Yeah, but initially, I thought it's going to be the same as it was on like let's say MySpace, you know, the first social media site I was on, and uh, and a lot of people our age, and uh, I just when you see. People who you know in person, especially women, and I, I put this one on women because they can do. You know exactly where I'm going with this because they can do the close-up shot where it's just their face and cleavage, and you don't see the rest of their body. Whereas guys can't really get away with that because nah. guys don't have cleavage. I mean, if they do, they're not fucking emphasizing it. But <laughs> there's there's that element of she's not what I thought she was. She's. I mean, that's the whole debate, like yeah. with that show Catfish, where it's for this sure. is a girl in my dreams. It's my soulmate. This is the person I've been waiting for. And then they show up and it's, yeah, she's 40 pounds heavier than she's we thought she was. Oh, I'm not yeah. walking over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's that, it's, that definitely happens. Yeah. Oh, of course. It's something that supposedly women are more guilty of this than men. Is, I believe um, that. Old picks. And I've had, two, yeah, I, I've had a, a date, you know, I actually went on a second date with her, but I remember as soon as I saw her, I was like, wow, those pics are good few years old. Wow. See, I feel like I'd have that's, to take pictures almost six, so like recent pictures. I don't know why people don't update them. I don't I don't know why. Because they want to everyone wants to appear younger. I mean, yeah, there're probably probably plenty of people. I'm sure there are plenty of people who lie about their age on these sites too. Yeah. They have to. Uh, I think they They're said when, that, I'm 27, you're 31. Yeah. There's okay. nothing wrong with it, but come on. That's a big no-no nowadays though. I mean, like I know there's people who are probably like like late thirties or maybe, um, maybe almost fifty, who will probably do that for different reasons and get away with it. But I mean, nowadays they can check you up on Facebook, etc. And it, that's a big lie to say I'm five years older or I'm four years older. That, that's a ben, pretty saying substantial I am, yeah. lie. Like, wow, you're gonna lie to me now? What else are you gonna lie to me on? Totally, men are up front, no less. Yeah, yeah, up front. Uh, men are gonna are, are supposedly they, they lie about their height, and you'd say, wow, why do they do that? It's one of the, it's it's often one of the only unnegotiables or non-negotiables that a woman has is height. I'm surprised by this. You'll have a woman who have nothing else put on there. Maybe that, or they've never been divorced. I've seen a, it, yeah. I've seen that. I like a tall man. Yeah. I want a guy who's tall. Don't message eight. me if you're if you're yeah. under five eleven. Yeah. I saw that when I was cruising. <laughs> and the thing is, guys, uh, short guys or even average height guys, they get screwed coming and going because guess what? A lot of the short women. They don't want to date you either. In fact, some of the yeah. shorter women are more particular. Some of the really tall women mm-hmm. who are kind of like, geez, I'm going to have to be a little bit more broad in my search. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are just kind of like, oh, you know, hell. As long as, you know, your legs um, are at least a similar yeah, proportion of mine, then yeah, we'll be okay. whatever. But yeah, dude who's 5'8", can't date a woman who's 5'2". Come yeah. on. That yeah, seems a little I mean, stupid. I, Why? <laughs> if she wears heels, she's still going to be shorter some, than him. Some of the little short ones, the real short women... They're like, oh, he's got to be at least six foot tall. Now, the thing is, with me, when I really I get into the, the dating thing, I'm going to have a, yeah, you know what? You're too short. You're just too darn short for me. Yeah, I can see I've, that. Because I've messed with that before, and it's 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 awkward. <laughs> it's It gets a little bit strange. 
Um, I mean, uh, probably everybody, but everybody listening to this, you know, maybe you all, you all have no problem with it. But yeah, the height thing with a woman if she's too short. Well, you're six two though, so yeah. I mean, if you if you dated a woman who's five two, there is a big difference there. I mean, I've dated women who are five two, five three, and a few friends have said like it it looks a little odd, like if she's wearing flats or something. Especially yeah, because all like, women who live in flip flops now. <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> Well, like, if she's that weird. much younger than you, yeah. but if um, if there is that kind of height disparity, which isn't a problem, I mean it's kind of a superficial thing, but still, like there's, I mean with me, I'm six feet, you're six two, so yeah, a woman who's ten inches shorter is, I mean it's it's obvious, it's not like it's subtle, it's not as if she puts on a pair of heels and all of a sudden it's like, hey, you're like, <laughs> you guys are standing face to face with each other. Yeah. That's not so much the case. Yeah. Um, it's it, it is interesting though. That's definitely something I saw as a recurring theme. I like it, guys. Which I mean, hey, no problem for you and I. Yeah, I didn't see a whole lot of you must be six three or tall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then, any of that. But saying like you must be five ten, I like tall men. Yeah, yeah. and uh, there, there's definitely a lot of that though. The other, the other, and like I said, this is from casual. I've been looking at this stuff a lot. In fact, I, I've gone on, I've gone on very few dates because it's just not a great time for me. But I've looked at a ton of profiles because I've always been curious about this stuff. The other thing I see is red-haired men get it so harsh. Even other red-haired women don't want to date you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's tough. It is it's really very tough. tough. If so if you're a... like a five-foot-three red-haired guy, <laughs> not in great shape, right, or not super buff, and you don't have a yeah, a good you're going to spend a lot of time playing the stranger. You're going to have to. Yeah, you're going to have to develop a lot of you know. Uh, a lot of extras because I'm like, wow! If you're a red-haired dude, you're just getting, you're getting negged pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's tough. <laughs> that is, that's a tough go of it. If you have yeah. to worry about, you know, well, I'm red. There is a stigma against red-haired guys, which is which is yeah. kind of silly. Yeah. I don't know where it comes from. Maybe because the fair skin and being tan is I, I, is I, more I don't know. I don't more know. appealing. Which I get, but there's no short. But even you're right, though. Even even uh, fair skinned women don't want to necessarily be with a guy who's fair skinned. No, I see I a lot not, of that. Yeah. They want a guy with who's tanned. <laughs> uh, it's it's crazy. Yeah, well, yeah. It's it's we'll one see. of the weird things about. You're, you're right, though, man. If you're if you're a guy who's let's say you're five five, you got red hair, and uh, you're you're not overweight, but you might not be like fit. Then yeah, you're gonna get a lot of yeah. You're you're not gonna get a lot of your messages responded to, and it's yeah. it's sad. I'm not agreeing with it. I'm saying yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of sad. But that is realistically the thing. Like, I mean, I'm tall. I have light eyes. Those are both perks. Dark hair, mm-hmm. <laughs> hair period. Yeah, that's. I mean, those things are are looked at as at least perks. So I mean, if I was on there, I don't think I'd have as hard a time as say yeah. that guy would. I'm not saying I'm better than he is or I'm a better date than he is. Yeah. But those, I don't, I don't need to worry about those things because the height can't really help that. Yeah. So I, I will give a lot of credit to a lot of men. When you look at, uh, you know, uh, a lot of guys won't bother to look at a man's profile because they don't want it to be seen. But if you can, you can do it privately where you're just kind of anonymously looking stuff. It's not going to show up on their thing, but men do, a, 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 I think, do a really good job a lot of times of of a being honest and b um, like how they present themselves. You know, there's this modern image of men being like kind of almost like sloppy caveman or man child, like you know Will Ferrell type thing. But a lot of guys <laughs> yeah. they 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 put a lot of effort into constructing their profile, and um, I think there's it, it definitely made me think about. I mean, one of the things that spurred me to help get get back in shape was looking at all the guys on there and. A huge number of them are in great shape. 
You know, it could be just very well be that the guys who are who aren't in good shape have kind of given up, or they've found other ways to, you know, to find women, or maybe they're already married. But they they put a lot of effort into it. You know, your whole appearance, the style of dress, your headshot, and everything, talking about yourself. Mm-hmm. They could be a little bit more honest about about what who they are, rather than some women where it kind of you can kind of tell it's very derivative. Well, there's you know. also the difference of, I mean, a man taking a selfie, n- not good. Uh, women can put on heels. Women can put on makeup. Women yeah. can do their hair. Uh, there, there are a lot more options a woman has to yeah. to fancy up her look. Mm-hmm. So women have more of an opportunity to present themselves as something they're not, whereas guys, I'm sure there are guys who make the effort to do that, but it's not as easy for guys to do that Yeah, if... That if you glam yourself up too much, you get written off by some women. Oh, yeah, metro, totally. You know? Oh, yeah. It's like you know, he's so self-absorbed. There's no <laughs> yeah, way I could do with yeah, a guy yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I think that's absolutely a factor. So I think guys kind of. I mean, I think by nature guys are more upfront, and guys aren't more uh, deceptive. As far as at least on the surface stuff, um, I mean, no guy's going to tell you if he's just. He's not going to put in his profile. I'm not looking to hook up. If he is, and mm-hmm. if he is, he's not going to put it in there either. Mm-hmm. So there could very well be guys who are just, that's exactly what they're going to do, mm-hmm. or they're not going to call you after they sleep with yeah. you, or whatever. Uh, overall, I'm sure that there are guys who are a little more straightforward, like, yep, this is me, this is it, mm-hmm. and uh, that's, I mean, there are women like that too, but I think overall, rule of thumb, and I'm biased because I'm a guy, would be that a guy's going to be more honest, a guy's probably going to have the recent pictures, and is going to be more... I don't want to say more open, but I guess that's probably the proper term for it. It's like, this is what I look like. This is what I'm into. Mm-hmm. Because you're right. If you watch any commercial for anything, and it's the dopey father, the dopey boyfriend who doesn't know anything, or he's sitting there watching football, and the woman's talking about something mm-hmm. that she thinks is important. He's just, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, men are just kind of portrayed as being the, the stupid, ineffective ones yeah. in a lot of ways. I mean, yeah. there's no shortage of sitcoms with the fat, dumb husband and the hot wife. Yeah, I mean... So, there's kind of this this image that guys don't know how to put themselves together like a guy's got he's got an iron and he's got a pair of pants and he's trying to he's rubbing the pants against the iron that's sitting on the counter yeah steam coming off it like just guys just so inept there's such such a weird perception that guys have no idea what they're doing absolutely absolutely but uh that's that's not so much the case and if anything it's probably refreshing for women to see that oh okay guys aren't as stupid as they yeah. are in Kate Hudson movies. God, God help you if if you learn everything about American society through watching our TV and movies. Oh, forget oh. it. No, everyone's gonna <laughs> they're gonna think every guy's Adam Sandler, and yeah. uh, that's yeah. bad for all of us. And every yeah. woman is I can't think of anyone. Uh, like the, every woman's Kim like Kardashian. Sarah Silverman. I don't know. Oh, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, that's well, a, some yeah. men would like that. Some men would prefer every woman. Probably, but I mean, it's just what do you do? I spend money for a living. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are dudes who are like, ooh. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, let's see, Jenny Garofalo, Maybe I don't know. Some of. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of someone who is some men dislike some some relevance. Nothing. No, that's not oh, my she's not relevant. Yeah, true. I'm just thinking of somebody who's like Sorry, Janine. We <laughs> Well, I'm thinking of somebody who uh you could define our our culture by. Like I mean, Ooh, I think yeah. that says a lot about the country is who we we look up to. So mm. you would think of it as all right, even though Justin Bieber's not American, you, you never stop hearing <laughs> about him. But yeah, you'd have to say like Kim Kardashian or or Jay-Z and Beyoncé or somebody. Like you'd have uh-huh. to put them as being at the top of, yeah. you know, well that says a lot about our culture if these are the people who we're we're putting on a pedestal. Mm. Anyway, yeah, it's it's weird. You know what though? It's funny too because thinking back, 
like I said, you, we would hang out at, at your house because you had an AOL, AOL hookup. And uh, I remember probably sophomore year when I had, I think you were chatting with somebody through AOL and then there was a friend of hers who we were, we were, or you were talking to or something. And anyway, I remember making a comment to one of my friends about having talked to a girl or was going to meet up with a girl who I initially had, had chatted with online. And there was like the stigma of just like, Ugh, like it was somehow oh that was, God. that was like the loser move. Whereas, I mean, that's, we're talking 1997, 98. Yeah. And now it's just, everything happens online and it's totally normal. It's so funny how oh, far yeah. it's come over the years. It was, ugh. but it's funny how that, that was like a thing. It was like, well, this is the, the, the <laughs> this is the loser move oh, my to God. talk to somebody on the internet. You talk to somebody on AOL. I miss, whereas now, yeah, I mean, I miss so many cool uh, girls over the internet back then and a little bit, uh, you know, a few years later. I had a lot of great experiences. Uh, it was so much smaller. Like I said, it was so, the internet was so much smaller. And it was, I would I almost say it was more innocent, even though probably the majority of the sites on the internet back then were probably pornography. And uh, <laughs> that, still are. Yeah, still are. <laughs> but it was so much more innocent. Like it would say, AOL, it would say, if you were home, your age, your name, and oftentimes your address. I mean, all that stuff is voluntary. But of course. All sorts of things. And, uh, but yeah, there was that. It was like a standard I, AOL profile girls detail. that way. Think about that if you're a parent nowadays. Oh, you don't want this, it. this girl's no information way. put out there. For no some, way. You know, everyone was aware of, or not. maybe not everyone was aware, but we became aware of the sex offenders, oh, yeah. et cetera, like that, kidnapping girls. But well, it was it's so a, it's a simple. sicker world now, though, yeah. than it was 15 years ago, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. just in a lot. And not because, I don't think it's because we hear about it more. I think legitimately because there are more means. I mean, there's always been the... Like it was AOL. Should your are your kids instant messaging people or something? I mean, there's always <laughs> you're been damn that right thing. they are. <laughs> yeah. <I'm... laughs> Is your kid talking to a chicken hawk? Yes, yes, they are. No, but there was always there's always been that, and people said the same thing about Facebook and MySpace and anything else. As far as it's you know it's bad because these people go on there. No, it's it still comes down to people. It's this is just a means of how they're getting in touch with somebody. Mm. And even when it comes to something like catfishing, now it's it's become like if you ask a high school kid about uh, they were fooled by somebody who wasn't the person who they thought. <laughs> it's probably just like, yeah, we've we've all been fooled by somebody. Meanwhile, yeah. it was a prank being pulled by. Because all you need to do, any guy can install the Instagram app on his phone. And I say guys because I think guys would be more likely to catfish than women. Um, I could be wrong. This is totally nullifying the honesty argument from earlier. But I think as far as trying to particularly fuck around with another guy, like one of their friends, I think uh, you know a guy can just install Instagram on his iPhone there's not a paid advertisement and uh, just do a screenshot of some girl's photo and then build a phony profile and start some kind of uh, relationship or or try to tempt a guy. So I think that happens now too, where it's it's just common. Like, yeah, we've all fallen for it. Yeah. I mean, that's what you got to use. Like, I mean, you can, I haven't had to, but Google image uh, verification has a way of doing it. And there's also nothing called tin eye. Uh, All one word. Yeah. For checking to see if it's been found somewhere else. You know it happens. It there was happens. another thing too that um, yeah. I saw a lot of a lot of the women on some of these sites had it, which said, um, "I must verify you through Facebook." Like literally phrased that way, and I'm thinking, 
really? Like even yeah. like Facebook's not a hundred percent legit way of verifying somebody yeah. either. I mean, I guess in as much as if you see they have six friends, then it might not be a real profile. Yeah. Whereas if they have you know one hundred and seventy eight, then okay, it's probably the the actual yeah. person. But I think that's still a little bit weird way of of verifying a person. Yeah, I guess it's it's the idea is that. A dating profile, like I said before, it's like a you're seeing a very sanitized version of who they are on a, on a dating profile. Definitely. Now, their Facebook profile, because they're talking to their friends, etc., it's much more likely you're going to see glimpses of who they really are. You're going to see in you know, older, unguarded moments. Yeah, but everybody has um, a private, if you look hard enough. Everyone has a private profile anyway, though. So it's yeah, you, you're only yeah. going to have so much access to a person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially because that's always evolving as far as what people can see, what people can't see. You approve everything you're tagged. I mean, all that's changed yeah. over the last you know, five years that I've had a, a Facebook. So yeah, it, it might be where they're asking, I need to see what it looks like on private. But that's going to give you... you know, I, I guess, yeah. I mean, I yeah. don't know. But I, I, I get why, but it's you're, you're kind of... You're expecting everybody's going to jump through your hoops, too. So yeah, it's, it's kind of weird because, I mean, there are a lot of guys who are just going to be like, what? Why? Because I don't put an emphasis on Facebook. and I never post anything on Facebook anyway. So it's no. like, well, what do you want to see? That I'm actually me? Like my Facebook profile is a cartoon drawing of me, <laughs> which I love. The last two profiles I've had, which have been over the last almost year and a half, have both been cartoon versions of me that were done <laughs> by other people. And I kind of like that. Not that I'm hiding anything. I just mm. like these caricatures of me. And I don't mm. post anything on Facebook, so it's not like I'm hiding anything. But I just I don't feel the need to change my profile pic every three days. Yep. yep Seems yep. silly. But, uh, yeah, man, it's it's a whole new world for us Absolutely. when it comes to this, when it comes to dating and interacting. And uh, you, you've definitely opened me up a little bit uh, yeah. in, into into doing this. And, you know, we're in a city. We're single. Oh, yeah. There are other people. Where the hell are you going to meet them, honestly? Unless you, you, you want to talk to a girl who's in line at the supermarket, it's probably not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Are you going to talk to somebody uh, who's also waiting for their coffee? Yeah, to be I mean, handed to them from the barista, probably not. So a lot of people do it through work social circles as well. But yeah, uh, but that is the that's the chance of getting awkward too. It's definitely, yeah, and always have it in the back of your mind. You're going to meet people you would never have. Well, you have the chance to know about people that you've you would have never ever have totally have known about. You wouldn't have come across them. Never would have come across them. You know. So and, yeah, uh, there, there is that element of it too. Yeah, it's it just it, it's fun. It's you know it's something curious to look at. You kind of give you an idea of what's going on in people's heads what pri- what their priorities are etc you know on a mass scale which it's so it's just this interesting if you know for the amateur sociologist or am- amateur anthropologist it's um it's just fun to look at yeah it it is it's definitely a study in people watching at least yeah. from more of a distance than being yeah. out in the world but yeah it's it's interesting to see even like i said just cruising through on your account and looking at the different metrics and looking at the details, I thought, okay, so at least I have an idea. You know, I know I know the tall thing at least works in my favor, mm. and I know uh, if if they're not willing to meet in person or if they want to, you know, like what I regard as jumping through hoops, if they want to say I want to talk and then see if we have a connection and then we can meet up, I'm thinking, well, that's it. Kind of defeats the purpose of dating. If you're going to go on a date, fine, but it doesn't need to mean everything just because you're meeting the someone in person. Yeah, so, I, I, yeah, I think they want an out. They want they want a, like a coffee type situation meetup, so that if it turns out that there's really no chemistry because like I said you don't really know the person until you meet, mm-hmm. meet them. there's no chemistry or they're crazy or they're 
you know, they said they were looking for a date, but they're really trying to hook up with you. Mm-hmm. That's what, or there are people, I, I'm sure, I think, this, off. I think this is probably more, not to say people who aren't in relationships. I'm sure plenty of people on these sites are in relationships. Yeah. I think it's more likely that women might be on there to try and make someone jealous. Like, oh, look at all these guys who are interested in me to try and make waves in their relationship. Yeah. I don't see guys doing that as much because guys, I don't think, try to play into the jealousy. I, again, totally stereotyping. And uh, making very broad assumptions, but I don't think that's as much of a as a fa- of a factor for them. Yeah. So yeah, not not all of them may turn into something, but I can at least appreciate too when I saw if I don't respond to you, it's nothing personal. Mm-hmm. Um, either they get a lot of messages like the the woman you mentioned before, or it's just they they don't see anything in your profile. Then hey, it's not it is nothing personal. You're sitting there looking, and if you don't see anything that you like, it's like oh, what's an easy way to let someone down through a message and a few sentences to say you're not interested. Other than saying you're not interested, well, then the, you're you're just going to pop as a dick anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. That whole, <laughs> There's no good way. I think they took that away before. There was an option where it was like not interested. Oh, and like, okay. That's worse than just never replying to me. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather just <laughs> not get the, the reply. To tell me no fucking way. Totally. Like if you were online yesterday, then it's you, you probably were online today. Or if you have, if seven of your photos were uploaded using the app for a particular dating site, you're probably getting these messages, or you probably have a means of reading and replying so yeah if you don't want to i think it's easier to just like if you don't get a reply okay you don't get a reply but so what mm-hmm. like that one site says plenty of fish so yeah well this has been fun this has been enlightening and yeah <laughs> and, and good to examine it's funny i was the social spectrum yeah i was reluctant to to, to, to appear on the show that's and right. i actually had a lot of fun and it went by very fast yeah it's just you and i having a chat that's all this is man yeah I'm just sitting and having a conversation <laughs> with each other so uh Thank you for, of course, sitting down. Mm-hmm. Sit there somewhat uncomfortably while I just kind of wrap things up. Don't forget, everybody, please like Chris Abalo's Podcast Experiment on Facebook. Follow the show on Twitter at Kate Pod. Follow me on Twitter at Chris Abalo and visit chrisabalo.com. There are some weekly, bi-weekly blogs that are popping up on there, so stay tuned for that. And, uh, of course, subscribe on iTunes. Give the show five stars. Write a little review. And uh, that'll do it for this week. So for James, this is Chris Abalo, and this was yet another experiment. Mm-hmm.